now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman under the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. <laughs> All right, people, I want to welcome you to this edition. Yeah, I do. Bible News Radio with this song. We're going to listen to this for a few minutes. Now we are. As Periscope YouTube rolls this out for the masses. Yep. You remember the song? They played this for the the Apprentice TV show. You know, that guy, Donald Trump, who said, You're fired. Yeah, you are. Anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Hey, so did you miss me this week? Yeah, you did. You're getting sleepy, people. No, don't get, no, don't fall asleep. There's my bare face. Oh, that nailed it. <laughs> Randall's so good at that. So, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about why we're playing this throughout the whole show tonight. Yeah, we will. Cash money. Money. Cash money. Did you say gas or cash? It's cash money. I thought he said gas after that. Was it gas or cash, people? It was cash. Okay. The big debate now on people Bible steal Radio. People mother. Still rob their own brother. Can't even walk the streets. Here's the thing, if you're having a problem on Periscope, go to YouTube, okay? Because we're on YouTube today. Yes, we are. Are we on Twitch, too? Should be. Okay, we're also on Twitch. You need to go there, okay? Alright. Alright, people. Well, here it is, Friday night, people. What are you doing watching us? No. <laughs> nah. Don't you guys go out on dates or anything? Just just curious. All right. So welcome to the show. If you're brand new to the show, I want to say thank you for uh, joining us. I am Stacy Lynn Harp, your sweet and lovable host. Yeah, I am. With Bible News Radio. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is our second weekend actually of doing this show 
um, in the evening. I have to tell you, a couple of uh, um, a couple of uh, weeks ago, we decided to to change our daily show to a weekend show, basically, starting on Friday night. And I just want to tell you that this has been a huge change in my life. I don't know if it's been a huge change in your life, but for me, it's been a huge, huge change. And we have had a lot of news coming through this week. And I was like, oh, okay, God, what do you want me to talk about? How do I, you know, how do I tie this in? And so what I want to do first is, first of all, invite you all to visit our sponsors, right? If you look down there below, you see that we have some scrolling things going down there from Essential Oil, uh, use the coupon code John316, to Ariel Ministries, uh, coupon code Bible News. Just keep reading through that today down there and then do us a, do us a, do us, just go and support our sponsors. <laughs> I almost started sounding like a friend. I don't want to sound like them. I'm me. Uh, and we will talk about the sponsors a little bit later in the show. But I want to thank all of you for, you know, coming in, watching the show, and being a part of the audience. Whether you're on YouTube, Twitch, or Periscope, which is where, you know, most of our audience generally is, okay? So what we're going to do tonight, though, is we're going to look at the um, last, one of the last shows that we did was on the untimely death of uh, Joe Hagman and uh, we're gonna kind of give you an update on Doug Hagman and what he's been talking about but to lead into that I first want to go ahead and uh, welcome all of our YouTube subscribers the new the, those of you who are new and some of our email subscribers uh, thanks for for subscribing because I know you saw the show we did and man I got some interesting feedback <laughs> Some of some people told me I was going to hell. A couple of people said, uh, you know, I didn't know how to broadcast. And well, you know, some people told me to get rid of the fluff. And a couple of people said they I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like, well, okay, whatever. I've had Dr. Ben Carson on this show and John Kasich and, you know, a lot of other high level people uh, on this show over the last 15 years that I've done the show. So your opinion is just that kind of your opinion and my motto for this show it's kind of an unspoken motto is that we look at the tough topics with a light touch yeah you know why because i happen to be one of those happy christians yeah i do i like to have fun i believe in having the joy of the spirit which is love joy peace patience kindness gentleness faithfulness and self-control against such things there is no law yeah but you know what the other thing is there is the fruit of the flesh people yeah there is and so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna highlight galatians chapter five so i'm gonna go ahead and read this and um i'm reading out of the new american standard version hope you don't mind that version it's not the king james i'm not one of those kg v only people uh, but let's look let's look at galatians chapter five it says this <clears throat> It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Yeah, it was. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Behold, I, Paul, say to you that if you receive circumcision, Christ will be of no benefit to you. And I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is under obligation to keep the whole law. You have been severed from Christ, you who, you who are seeking to be justified by law, you have fallen from grace. For we, through the Spirit by faith, are walking, or waiting rather, for the hope of righteousness. 
For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything but faith working through love. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion did not come from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. There's so much in here I could be commentating on, but I'm going to, we'll do that in a minute. Okay. I have confidence in you and the Lord that you will adopt no other view, but the one who is disturbing you will bear his judgment, whoever he is. But I, brethren, if I still preach circumcision, why am I still persecuted? Then the stumbling block of the cross has been abolished. I wish that those who are troubling you would even mutilate themselves. For you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, in the statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, and factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, and envying one another. Okay, people. So, obviously, we're not doing a Galatians Bible study here, but I read this whole chapter um, because the overall theme in this chapter is that we walk either by the Spirit or we walk according to the flesh. And here's the thing. Whenever I pick a news story or I talk about any type of topic, you know, in my mind, I'm always comparing where is the fruit? What is the fruit that I'm looking at? Is this, you know, a point of view that is walking in the flesh and it highlights more fleshly factors, or is it a point of view that, you know, is walking by the Spirit, and there's more, you know, fruit of the Holy Spirit? Um, and I think, you know, obviously, if you watch regular TV, they're not going to go, by the way, people, <laughs> we're, we're appealing to your flesh right now, because we want you to do blah, blah, blah. I mean, I actually read somebody's Facebook page recently, and they were really, really upset that DirecTV had um, stopped uh, having a special channel that they, they liked and they were missing their favorite TV show. And I, I, 
I, and I know this person is a believer and I'm, and I was, I was really saddened to see the commentary on their Facebook page. Cause I thought you're lusting after the flesh here. I mean, just saying, I mean, this is really a sad thing. And yet how many of us struggle with that? We all do, right? The, the big debate during this time that Paul was talking about really was circumcision. There's a big, huge debate about circumcision. You know, are you really a Jew if you're circumcised? You know, and anyway, he addresses that issue. And I know Randall could probably explain that way better than me. But the point is, is that being a Christian who happens to do broadcasting, I believe that we have a higher level of integrity and um, means to declare things the way that we declare them so that there's edification and not speculation. Okay, there's a huge difference between edifying your audience and doing a show just out of the pure fun of speculating. Because speculation is not from God, in my opinion, just so you know. That's what I have to tell you right now, okay? And the Bible says in Ephesians 4.29 to let no unwholesome word proceed out of your out of your mouth but only such a word that is good for edification according to the need of the moment so that it would give grace to those who hear note the word edification okay and that that also means in my opinion because it's pretty clear you know it doesn't say let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth only such a word that is good according to uh, speculation so that we may, you know, conspire against those who hear. It doesn't say that. In fact, that sounds rather silly, don't you think? Yeah, it does. At least to me, it does. So my goal has always been with this program, and the whole time I've done it, is to edify you, to encourage you in your faith, to lift you up, to hopefully present the gospel in such a way that you realize not everybody who's in Christian media is a big fat hypocrite. Right. Not everybody in Christian media is about, you know, gathering gazillions of dollars, <laughs> you know, and stuffing their pockets with it. And I have to be honest and tell you that it irritates me to be lumped in those categories often because of the very fact that we happen to be a Christian and a show. And anybody that listens to this show with any regularity would know we are completely the opposite of most people, which is in fact part of the reason why our numbers are not as high, because we don't tickle ears. Nope. I don't believe in that at all. You know, I talk about the hard issues. I am not a, um, a I'm not a shock jock, you know. I talk about real issues that impact you and me at a core level. And hopefully at some point you will understand that your faith as a Christian, I don't care where you are in that umbrella. I don't, know, I don't care if you, you lean left or right or in the middle, however you want to identify yourself as a Christian. But hopefully you'll understand that ultimately this Christian walk is about Christ and not you. It is about Jesus himself and what he did for us. It's about Christ in us, the hope of glory, not about who we are in Christ. Hey, there's too much of us, just so you know. And I get, I get irritated 
you know, because I look at the state of the church all over the world and I see a couple of things. Number one, I see persecuted believers all over the world losing their life and being tortured for their faith, going to jail for their faith, losing their jobs for their faith in the same Jesus that I believe. And then I see America and some of the other countries here and I go, oh my gosh, really? Because where is the love? Where's the joy? Where's the peace? I can show you where the slandering, the backbiting is, the envy, the strife, the greed. I can show you all that, you know? Well, who are you? You're just a woman with big hair. You need to shut up and put a veil over your face. Yeah, I've heard that before. It's so original. Yeah, you nailed it, biblical, unbiblical, illiterate scholar that you are. Not. You can thank my mother for being outspoken. <laughs> Anyway, so with that said, tonight, I just want to say that um, one of the things we're going to do differently tonight is when we look at a news story, um, we're going to look at the fruit. We're going to look at and ask you and examine it through this lens. Does this fall and meet the criteria of Galatians 5 or does it fall and, um, well, well, I should say Galatians 5. 5, 22 and 23, the fruit of the spirit, or does it fit under Galatians 5, 19, 20 and 21, which is the fruit of the flesh. And we will then examine the news from that lens because that's what we should be doing in the first place. So let's start with Doug Hagman. Um, you know, last week, uh, Doug Hagman, or it wasn't last week, last week, well, we reported on the sad death of Joe Hagman. And I got a lot of people who are leaving some comments and, and um, you know, and part of me laughed when I saw them because I was like, really? And then the other part of me was like, like I think the one comment that, that made me laugh the most was, would you cut out with the fluff? Just get to the point. And before I had doc talked about Joe, I had read from the Bible about Mary and Martha. Some of you might recall that. I was showing you my Bible where Kay Arthur actually signed it. You know, Kay Arthur, the co-founder of Precepts Ministries International. I went to Israel with her and she signed my Bible because one of the fellow tourists took my Bible and said, here, why don't you go up to Kay and have her sign it? I wasn't thinking, oh my gosh, I need to get Kay Arthur's signature. I love her so much. I was kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'll never forget it because it cracked me up. Um, but I had read the front of my Bible and, and that really actually hit me, you know, the whole Mary and Martha story. So the fact that somebody would make a comment and call what I was talking about fluff and all that, I thought, well, that should tell me a little bit about their spiritual walk that they would call me reading the Bible fluff. Hmm, interesting. So, but anyway, so here's the thing. Let's look at Doug, Doug Hagman's official statement. He put this out. July 8th, which was four days ago. Today's July 12th, which happens also to be my brother's birthday. Um, and I'm going to read this. I'm not going to read all of it because it's kind of long. But I, I do want to read it because, you know, I believe in quoting the source. I don't, you know, speculate. So it says here, um, um, yeah, okay, good bareface has that up there. Based on the private investigative findings by Hagman Investigative Services Incorporated surrounding the unexpected death of Joseph D. Hagman on June 29th, 2019, I have made a formal request to the appropriate police agencies that they open or continue their investigation under Pennsylvania Title 18, 
I don't know what that symbol is. 2504. Section. Section. Well, no, I learned something. Anyway, criminal negligent homicide, uh, Pennsylvania Title 18, Section 4910, uh, tampering with or fabricating physical evidence and other laws as applicable as the investigation develops. I made this request as the CEO of Hagman Investigative Services, Incorporated, doing business as the Hagman Report, and most importantly, as Joe's father. The Hagman Report, along with the Hagman family, has complete confidence in the detectives who have been in communication with Douglas J. Hagman, CEO of Hagman Investigative Services, Incorporated, doing business as the Hagman Report. This cannot be understated. Their hard work, determination, and transparency with me is very much appreciated. While I'd like to cite them publicly, I cannot, as to do so could jeopardize their efforts or worse. They truly have a thankless job as I have personally seen that they are overworked and underpaid while voluntarily placing their lives in jeopardy. I pray daily for their safety and request that everyone does the same. As a, quote, public figure, unquote, I think I'm a public figure, apparently, mm. <laughs> A title and characterization I dislike but accept. Me too. In addition to being associated with other public figures, this situation has been made much more difficult than anyone who is not in this position can imagine. One would think just the opposite would be true, but sadly that is not the case. I actually don't think that. I actually think that going public with it made it, made it worse for you, just so you know. That's just my opinion. I must clarify, uh, carefully balance my promise of transparency to those who support this platform against providing too much information that might jeopardize an ongoing investigation. The combined roles as Joe's father and the voice of the Hagman Report family intermediary and liaison with investigating officers must be handled responsibly, even through the grief and stress created by this combination. I'm doing my best to fulfill each role as my family and our show navigates through the, these rough waters and humbly ask for your understanding, which is, you know, we all need to understand. I mean, he lost his son and that is horrible. It's a horrible thing and it's a horrible way to lose somebody. My son touched the lives of many people in a very positive way. I witnessed the positive impact he had, whether it was from the stage at the Man Mansion Theater in Branson, overlooking 3,000 people, or 1,000 people in Bozeman, Montana, or in North Carolina, or simply in a more personal setting elsewhere. Those memories will never be forgotten. It is my hope that those who met Joe will keep these memories alive. It is what he would want and what we would like as well. As comfortable, as rather uncomfortable as it is to address, I must point out that there are individuals with well-meaning intentions who have spoken about this incident, okay? However, they lack accurate information and important details about events surrounding his death, which uh, most of which cannot be shared to avoid compromising the integrity of the investigation. Consequently, certain public statements, however well-intended, have resulted in feeding the vicious rumor mill known as the internet. <clears throat> and this is where I need to make a comment because I personally in this show actually read one article about this that was Doug's person. He gave, he gave that person, uh, Peter, I believe is his name. Um, I read his article that Doug, actually the guy sat in for him and that's all I did was read his article. So I don't believe that, um, 
that I don't believe that he's talking about me in this instance, but I'm sure there are other people who are doing social media, you know, who've done some stuff. Then it says here, even worse, others have simply exploited the death of my son and continue to do so for their own personal gain and or to advance their actual or perceived prominence. Well, <laughs> I know that's not me because I could give a rip about prominence. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that there are scoundrels out there, you know, because there are. <laughs> These acts are blatantly malicious in the pain they have caused and continue to cause me, my entire family, my staff, and, this, and his widow is beyond words. Ne nevertheless, they were to be expected. Yeah, so them. Don't whine about it, okay? I mean, you're an adult. You should know that. Don't... Um, to me, this is a little bit whiny, but that's just my opinion, and I'm sorry if that hurts anybody's feelings, but what? Doug, you're 60, right? Years old. You're not five. You already knew this was going to happen, so get over it, you know? I mean, if you didn't want the speculation or people to say anything, you should have kept it private. Could have just said, hey, my son died. We cannot disclose why. And then the rumor mill would have done what they would have done. But because you came out and you said what happened, what do you expect? People are people. I mean, so I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm not going to read the rest because it's almost over. But I bring this up in light of <clears throat> Galatians chapter 5. Because if you go over to the Hagman's um, Facebook page, which Randall's going to bring up here. I just want to ask you guys something, and it's, it's a sincere question, and not meant to be an attack in any way, okay? Because this man is grieving, and I believe that um, he is angry, obviously, who wouldn't be, right? But I am waiting for my page to come up, Randall. <laughs> the internet is like molasses here. And so I, sh I want to show this to you. Because I think it's important for you to see. if Especially if you're not following this stuff. Okay, because that's good. So the last post was written July 11th, which was yesterday at 7.38 a.m. Uh, and Doug, Doug Hagman wrote, quote, One down, several to go. And that, quote, one, unquote, is talking. Can't stop talking to that special someone out there reading this. Tired of running yet? Tired of looking over your shoulder every time you're in public? Must be hard on your nerves. Do yourself a favor. Turn yourself in. Just my advice. Take it or leave it. Remember this. It was in March, in case you forgot. I was there. Okay. Now, I'm going to say a couple of things, and I, I'm just being observ observant and a critical thinker. First of all, the picture. I have no proof where that picture came from. It could have been lifted anywhere. Okay, just saying. It could be a stock photo of something. I don't know. I don't have. I don't have any ways of proving this is a legit picture of anything. It's simply someone in cuffs. Is somebody in handcuffs? I have no idea whose watch that is, whose ring that is, the 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 thing on the police thingy. I have no idea. Okay, so to me, that's not proof of anything. Just saying. To me, that's not proof, but. In light of the word of God in Galatians chapter 5, the above paragraph that I just read, does that line up with the fruit of the Spirit and the attitude of the fruit of the Spirit? Or does it line up with the fruit of the flesh? Just a question. Let's continue, people. 
Let's scroll back down to more. Now, on July 7th, Doug posted a picture of a phone and a stethoscope, and it looks like some type of tag or something there. Again, um, this could be a stock photo for all I know. Uh, it could be a stage photo. It, it shows nothing, in my opinion, but there's 100 comments on it. And again, I think it's posted there as an implication to suggest something. Again, does this line up with the fruit of the spirit or the fruit of the flesh? That's your decision. You have to decide that. And then if you keep scrolling down to July 5th, there's picture a picture. The dog is nice. Huh? Picture of the dog is nice. Yeah. Well, okay. But if you scroll down to July 5th, then there's a picture of a car with muddy tires and, and a side of the car in the front. Yeah, the front. And the caption reads above, this is dedicated to quote, to that quote, very special someone, unquote, reading this for a very specific purpose. Only a handful of people will understand, but that's okay, as it is my intent. Remember this, honey? I have your dolphins too. 92929. Period. Might I suggest Ecuador? I have a friend there. Lovely country, I hear. Let me ask you something. What is the point of that? Seriously. Through the spirit, through the flesh. Where 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 does that fall? Now let me let me ask let me ask you this. Janet Parshall, who is a broadcaster over on the Moody Radio Network, she used to broadcast over on um K-Wave. Or was it K-Wave? No. Wava, W A V A in um in virginia in the washington dc area i don't know it was about four or five years ago her son sam died she's a christian broadcaster she thanked people for praying for them for her son who died of cancer granted he wasn't murdered okay just or you know he didn't oh he didn't drug overdose um <clears throat> but her response to a grieving her child was completely different. It was one filled with, thank you so much for praying for my, for, for me and my family. You know, we know he's in a better place. You know, the, tra this is tragic cancer sucks. I mean, it was, it was more soft. Same thing with Craig Parcell, her husband came out thanking, thank you everybody for praying for my family, blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm pointing this out just as a contrast, not to attack Doug, but to use a little bit of critical thinking up here in your head and ask you, why? You know, I get really sick of shock, jock, speculative, quote, so-called radio with a lot of money behind it. I don't see any need for this at all. I think this type of stuff breeds speculation. And I think it's completely unnecessary. I do. And maybe I'll get be hated because of it. But it... It concerns me as a sister in Christ to this man who is my purported brother in Christ that rather than, you know, quote, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. There's a couple of veiled threats and implications here on his Facebook page under the, quote, investigation of his son who overdosed. That bothers me. And I'm not sure that's the wisest way to do an investigation publicly for your kid. I, I just, I just don't think that's, that's wise. It turns me off. 
actually. And frankly, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I covered it last week, you know. But as I prayed about what to talk about on the show, I was thinking, you know, why does it bug me? And that's when the Lord brought to my mind, you know, the whole war against the flesh and the spirit. I understand grief. Believe me. <laughs> you, you have no idea. Maybe not grief this way, but I could not have children. And that's a whole nother level of grief, you know, tied to kids. Um, but I don't know. Randall, what do you think? Well, in the case of Janet Parshall, she lost her adult son to cancer, which is, uh, you know, um, sort of different dynamic than if your son over, you know, overdoses on heroin, whether he injected it or someone else injected it, we, we don't know. Um, yeah, to come forward with that, usually when someone commits suicide, something like that, you know, they just report the death because they don't want to raise all sorts of questions and suspicions and rumors. So to come out and talk about the, you know, the, the drug overdose, that was, that was bold to do that. But then I am kind of conflicted with the official statement. Oh, I can't say anything basically, uh, I don't want to compromise an ongoing investigation. You know, in this official statement, I've just let you know I've opened, you know, uh, opened to reopen these investigations based on tampering of evidence, stuff like that. And then, uh, and then for on his Facebook page, these, um, well, you know who you are, and those, some of you will recognize this, and it's kind of like, I'm coming after you. I know who you are. Right. And 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 it's like, well, if that special someone does recognize it, then they're going to know that they're a person of interest and that they're, you know, that the investigation is close on them. It's on their heels. So then, you know, then certainly they're going to maybe obviously not flee to Ecuador since that's where he suggested. They just might go to Canada or, you know. Thailand or something like that, you know, if, if there really is a crime committed and now he's tipped them off to the particular individuals that they're closing in on. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe there's a purpose behind, you know, there's a psychology behind it. You know, the one, the one with the person in cuffs. So remember this one and we've got one and they're talking now and, uh, you know, one down, many more to go. Um, I don't know. It seems like... But if you if you read the comments, though, uh, if you take the time to read the comments... I read some of them. It, they concern me. Uh, especially... And, and I am not a stick-in-the-mud person, okay? I, I'm a critical thinker, first of all. I have a master's degree in psychology, so right. it's, you know... I don't just believe anything. I think about stuff. I weigh it. And it really, really bothers me when I read all of these different comments... Because it's like everybody, especially the ones that are like, "Go vigilante, go." It's almost like a subtle form of mind control. Well, or marketing, at least. Yeah, it's well, it's, um, you know, it's it's a, um, it's it's a case being tried in the court of public opinion. On purpose, Um, right? It's on purpose. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um. If if the if the self you know promoting well, that is promoting himself, well he 
did throw in there, you know, Felix Hagman, CEO, you know, doing business as the Hagman Report. You basically dropped that a few times. And it was like a, a press release. It's only, you know, typical to mention that once or mention at the end or, you know, and just abbreviate it there and after. But that was kind of interesting. But anyway, if he, for whatever reason, whatever his motives are, if he continues to put this stuff out here and it out there, you know, out on the interwebs, mm-hmm. and it escalates, then, and there truly is some sort of crime going on, then it's going to be difficult to get a jury. Um, you know, that, that hasn't, you know, if the case has already been tried and public opinion you know the whole oj thing which he knows right he knows that whatever whatever the truth is in that case you know with high profile celebrity and all leading up to it you know and just the constant you know news coverage and they tried to sequester the jury and i mean it was it, it was it was problematic from square one to actually have a a legitimate trial in that case i'm not saying guilty or innocent but just because of you know the court of public opinion everything a high profile celebrity and everything that went on leading up to the trial it was just yeah i mean you really can't find a jury that's not a compromise right but here's one of the other things, though, that bothers me, and it's it's <clears throat> um, the use of anonymous sources or anonymity. You know, I don't know how many of you guys are aware, but they're Doug Hagman is a very controversial person. I mean, you just Google his name, look up controversy, look up fraud, look up investigation, look up background, go read. You can figure, I mean, you go read, do your research. Don't get taken by an emotive story. That's all I'm saying. And and that's what I'm talking about. You've got right. a, you've got a and I'm also minor saying, Christian celebrity. Um, but and where's then, the Christian in it? That's my question. Well, Kristen Dunn. Okay, but Christianese, no, but, that's kind of the whole point of this. Right, I agree. I, I'm not I seeing you. any Christian in this. And, right, nothing, yeah, except except in the comments on the posts about... About prayer. Right. Which, which a new ager could do. Right, I know. I know. But, but the, I, this is my point. This is in why that, it bugs me, though. This is my point, you know, like, because of what you said, looking up, Search for his name. You'll find all this stuff. You'll find this controversy. I'm not saying he's a fraud. What I'm telling you is to look at stuff up and see what people are saying. Right. So there's already, there's already, you know, suspicion. Long before this happened, there's been, there's been rumor mill stuff, you know, apart from, apart from his son's death. So to throw that in there, you know, that if, you know, there was already, rumors and rumors of this and that already out there on the interwebs about me and then my son dies for whatever reason i would think the best thing to do would be to keep that under wraps instead of yeah that's what i would think perpetuating this sort of mystery and and investigation stuff because that's just gonna 
Well, you know, it's just going to breed all sorts of other rumors. Well, I expected it. Well, yeah. Well, you know who else did this though? You remember Tom Horn many years ago, when Tom Horn's house burned down? You know, and he never, he never actually came out and said that it was an accident. Uh, and all that, all his speculation was implication that somebody was after him because of his research on transhumanism. And I remember thinking to myself, you know what? That what a load of BS. I mean, seriously, I could I, be. I don't know. I did. I've had the. I've met him in person now, but you know, and and my 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 instinct, my gut. It's like, okay, where is the Holy Spirit? Where's the fruit of the Holy Spirit? in this and this is what bugs me i'm not perfect by any stretch anybody that knows me knows me that knows that <laughs> but what i am saying is that as how do i say this as the days get darker and people in the church you know the the false teachers in the church become more more rampant because they're i mean we're in the total age of apostasy here I would urge you, like Paul would, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living and holy sacrifices, you know, and not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed continually by the renewing of your mind. Why? So that you can prove what God's good and perfect will is here. You know, I get being angry. I get grieving. I don't get speculation. I don't get planted pictures. I don't get that. And it bothers me because I don't want my brothers and sisters getting sucked into this and drawn away from where your real focus should be, which is on Christ. You know, it is so easy to get drawn away from Christ in this culture, it's even in the church culture, because we have Christian celebrities. And trust me, I know this. I've interviewed Thousands of people in the last 15 years, big name Christian celebrities have been on this show, which kind of makes me laugh, but they are. And not, not that I care, but you guys care. People in the audience cares. And it's like, okay, it draws people, big deal. I, my purpose behind, behind having a big name is to draw people so that I can ultimately get them into God's word and disciple them and help them understand you know what? Don't be worshiping that person. You know, <laughs> do not, do not do that. You know, stop it. <laughs> you know, don't do it. So anyway, so that was kind of my point. Bring this up here. Please pray for Doug and his family. Of course, his Joe's wife, baby. I mean, come on, you know, they're, they've lost a lot, but I would also be very careful because, um, Ask, I remember when I was leading a women's Bible study many years ago, I was the baby in the group and they asked me to teach them. And I think that's because it was God's gift. And I said to them, just watch the news. I said, your assignment is to actually watch the news. And I want you to ask this question. Why are they showing me this? That was the question I had my Bible study ask. Why are they showing me this? Why? Why this? And why not something else? You know? And I remember these women came back to me the next week. We were talking and I said, well, how many of you did that? And they're like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, and what did you learn from it? Well, it got me to think different. Because 
you know, you you can paint uh, a, a story with just a piece. I remember seeing a video. In fact, I'll try to find it because I just remembered it. But there was a video um, that somebody posted um, and it showed, uh, I think it showed a gun and they were shooting something and they looked really, really angry. And um, as the, the, the camera pulled out and the distance came out, it actually showed a big wall with a target on it. You know, the implication by the first shot was that it was completely a different scene. But by the time the whole picture was seen, it was a big, huge target. And there it was just a wall. Or I think it was actually a barn. And I remember thinking to myself, aha, that's clever. That's clever. You know, and yet the word of God is, is amazing, you guys. When you look at one piece of God's word... You know, and then you read it and you read it and you read it and you begin to read it even more. The picture of who Christ is and what he did for us, it'll blow your mind. It will really, truly blow your mind. You know, and if you don't have the conviction of the Holy Spirit in your life, if you're not convicted for your sin, if you're not convicted for your thoughts, then I wonder about you. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm convicted all the time. Especially doing this show because I know that I have probably a higher accountability because of what I'm doing publicly, you know, and I don't want to be going, oh, oh, you know, the Bible says that we will be giving account for every word that we speak. You know, the good news is, is that Jesus loves me and I think he knows me pretty well. <laughs> just saying, but it's just a thought and that's really what I want you to think about. I just want you to think. Because you know what? The world don't want you to think. They want you to feel. They want you to get all emotive. They want to hype you up. And that's not how we should be. We need to be sober-minded, you know, and focused on the truth and not speculation. We're to edify and not speculate. And um, just keep that in mind. By the way, I should say hi now that some people are here. I should say hi to some people. I know some people left, but Melanie is here. Diane and Catherine, Sharon, Mia, Jason is here. I saw a couple other people leave. I forgot who they are already because I'm old. Um, and Barb, you're there. And I don't know anybody else. Is anybody else over there? But whoever else, if you're on YouTube, you want to put your name in so I know where you're at. Or you can say, I don't want to tell you who I am. I'm secret. I want you to speculate who I am. I'd be like, no, I am not going to speculate. <laughs> about who you are but it is funny to me that people will put fake names up and they'll be like um you know bullying you and saying bad things about you and stuff and all that you know i use my whole name on purpose because i you know what i i'm not ashamed of who i am or what i believe and there you go that's my name don't wear it out all right so <clears throat> This segment went way longer than I thought it would, but um, I want to give a moment to talk about Ariel Ministries. Ariel is our sponsor. We love them. This ministry literally changed my life. Many years ago, um, I met Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum and his wife, Marianne, and Marianne introduced me to the highlights of the life of Christ from a Messianic Jewish perspective, and that Bible study changed my life because it gave me the context in which the Bible was written, and with that, without that, 
I didn't understand it the way I do now. So we have a really good relationship with them. They sponsor this show. Uh, and so one way that you can support us is by going there to ariel.org and buy stuff. Use the coupon code Bible News and check it out. There's some really good stuff on that site. I don't think our book is up here, is it? <laughs> well, they just recently released Israelology, the missing link in snow. Is that it, Randall? That well, it's the abridged version of yeah. that. Okay, that's what I thought. And, and the book is actually... Give me about 12 the, seconds, I'll have it for you, yeah. He said the word actually, people. Yeah, he did. I actually did. Mm -hmm. Now, Let if me... you're new, Bareface makes fun of me for using the word actually. <laughs> okay, so the book is... This is, this is the book. It's uh, okay. What the Bible Teaches About Yisrael, Past, Present, and Future, which is an abridged version of Israelology, the Missing Lincoln System, Attic Theology. And Israelology, the Missing Link in Systematic Theology, which I think is up here. I think we have a copy of that. Anyway, that was that was uh, Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum's dissertation uh, for his doctorate. And uh, Stacey Lynn is looking. I guess we don't have one up here. I thought we did. It might be in the garage. Anyway. Uh, Where all the good books go. But... <laughs> If if nine hundred some pages or maybe it's over a thousand, I don't know, I can't remember. It's over nine hundred anyway. If that's a little intimidating for you, that's quite the dissertation. There is this abridged version uh, released as what the Bible teaches about Israel, past, present, mm -hmm. and future. And uh, this is only three hundred eighty pages, hardcover book for just twenty four bucks, people. Uh, almost four hundred pages, hardcover. For less than $25, and if you use the coupon code Bible News, save 20% on that. So that's like another, what, $4.80? So yeah. that brings it under $20. It's a great deal. Yeah, so... A um, book is the best investment you can ever make. Yeah, so... Um, so, you know, true story. True story. And uh, I was reading some of this book uh, just about Messianic Jews, and it's really? it defines, you know... We think, oh, we know what Messianic Jew is, but then yeah. it, it defines that. Um, and it's time for Gideon break. Oh, Gideon Hello, break, no. Yeah, how you doing, bud? Yes, I love you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I know. Last week you interrupted the show. This week you also interrupted the show. Say hi to people. No, you don't want to say hi? Okay, well. Anyway, people, I apologize for my pet loving me so much that he loves to, you know, interrupt our show. Hard to be serious, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I am a lover and I'm animals. I just can't help it. Are you better? Okay. All right. So the other thing is Legal Shield. Um, you know, today I received a wonderful uh, little gift package from Vicki Fitch. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Um, congratulating me on becoming a senior manager in Legal Shield uh, this past, well, this month actually, and uh, um, and you know I love Legal Shield, I really do, and um, yeah, I can't talk to you right now. Yeah, I can't. Nope. Anyway, Legal Shield is personal um, legal. legal legal protection for twenty four ninety five a month. You get unlimited access to an attorney provider law firm. You actually can get your will done. That's included. You can get contracts reviewed. 
If you get a traffic ticket, you can have that attorney go to court for you and a whole bunch more stuff, people. Um. <laughs> can it help with cats that uh, interrupt your broadcast? <laughs> yeah, I should sue him. Yeah, I should. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, I know. We can't hear you very well with the cat in front of the microphone. Yeah, know, just so you know. Okay. All right, anyway, so, yeah, my cat loves me. What can I say? He's a special cat. Okay, you get down there, then you sit on my lap. Okay. So, anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> uh, Legal Shield is a great product. Everybody should have it because one of the things the founder um, was concerned about was that he wanted people to have equal justice under the law. Now, yes, as Americans in particular, we have, you know, that. But the problem is, is that most people don't know their rights, right? And I can tell you that one of the biggest um, benefits to Legal Shield is peace of mind. Just having, just knowing that you can call an attorney. You know, in fact, this week I went to the podiatrist twice. Yeah, I did. Ugh. Yeah. And I have an official diagnosis of plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Ugh. I can't play pickleball for at least a month. It'll probably be longer than that, truth be told. But the doctor's office... They lied to me about the cost of the visit. And I and I was laying there in bed one night and I was like, I have legal shield, darn it. I could actually call them up and ask them how I can approach this issue. Um, it turns out I didn't actually have to because I did call and um, they comped me a free visit um, to make up for that. And I actually got a second opinion, which was a better opinion than the first guy I saw. But my point is, is that I had that I had the, the opportunity to know that I had that there and getting a will done. You need to get your will done. Joe Hagman died early. I don't know if he had a will done. I hope he did, but most people don't. Most people don't have their will done. The other thing is we have identity theft protection, ID shield. We, we just launched ID shield three, which is three bureau monitoring and a whole bunch of other stuff like sex offender monitoring uh, mother, mother's maiden name, dark web, um, tons of stuff, uh, over 35 things you get with that plan. Um, and you know, I even posted on my Facebook page today, I got an alert for a credit card, a credit card alert monitoring came up my thing. I checked it out. Fortunately, I knew what it was. It was me because, you know, it happened to be my legal shield credit card that they were flagging because I just opened it up and they wanted to know who did this. Did you do it? I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> But if it wasn't me, I would know somebody did and I would have had that protection to point out that, you know, somebody had hacked, you know, got my stuff and they opened up a credit card in my name. I have that peace of mind with both these services. So if you if you would like that peace of mind, I want to invite you to sign up uh, for it. You can do that by going to my page, um, which is bit.ly forward slash capital 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 L-O-J, that's all capital, 2019, um, and that's my page. You can sign up there, or you can contact me directly, and I can tell you more, and I can help you um, get signed up. I will never be without this service, because um, it's changed my life. And I will say this, too, um, that I am looking for people who want to be associates and join my team. You know, we do great training on our team, uh, and... Um, as a woman, 
Our mission is to help improve lives with our services and provide women the opportunity and environment to build their belief and confidence, step into their greatness and power, control their lives and create choices and live a purposeful life. Of course, if you're a man, you can also do this, just so you know. <laughs> you won't be a lady of justice, you'll be a man of justice. Our gent of justice, as a friend of mine said. And you know, something this morning, I was uh, uh, I was on my morning coaching call that I'm on every day, which you can be on too once you join my team. Um, and they were, it, we do Celebration Friday, and they asked me to share something. And you know what I shared? And I'm just being honest. Well, I'm usually honest anyway. But what I shared was that in the past, I would have gotten really mad because I was taken advantage of at this doctor's office that I went to on Monday because it bothered me, even though I told them what, uh, what they did wrong and they gave me a, a kind of eh answer, you know, um, I wasn't going to press the issue. I might've in the past written a really negative review about the company and said, screw you. I'm never talking to you again. Goodbye. Fruit of the flesh. Totally, totally. Um, but this time I thought about legal shield I didn't call, but I did call them back a couple days later, and I said, look, this is the situation. I'm not happy, and I'm going to cancel my 30-day review appointment. I'm not coming back. And they said, why? And I said, well, because this is why. And they said, well, can we connect you with the manager of our whole company? And I said, sure. And I had to wait a couple days for them to call me. But she called me and, and apologized to me, offered me a free you know, comp appointment, and, and I saw the other doctor today and it was a way better appointment. The guy explained a lot more. Um, and I left feeling empowered because I actually stood up for myself. You know, a year ago, I would have, I would have wanted to punch somebody in the face. And I'm not kidding you. Randall could tell you how much I've improved over the years. <laughs> True story. Uh, he's really tempered me a lot. Just saying. Um, but, and I, and anyway, on my call this morning, they were saying, well, it's, you know, that is the fruit of you being, you know, stepping into your quote, greatness and power into learning your confidence, taking your seat at the table saying, you know what? I deserve this. I deserve to make money. I deserve to make these sales. I deserve to earn income, you know, for doing good. Legal shield identity theft protection is good stuff. People, it's not crap. It's not drugs. You know, it's not shampoo, it's not Avon, not that Avon's crap, but you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a product that's reusable and you have to buy and stock up on. This is a membership of lawyers and identity theft professionals who are at your service for a low fee and it protects you and your family and you'll need it at some point. You just don't know when. So if you were me or if I were you, I would tell you to, you know, get involved and, and let it change your life just so you know. Okay. There you go. Okay, that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> so, our next story is titled, Miriam Adelson Wants a Book of Trump in the Bible. We asked an expert if that's possible. Yes. Okay, so this is part of the reason um, I played the song Money, 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 or whatever the name of that song was at the beginning of the show. And... Um, I'm going to read this and Bareface is going to commentate. <laughs> this Good to know. And, and this one I have to give a shout out to Jennifer because um, not, not, my, not my bestie Jennifer, but the, 
another friend of mine, Jennifer, Jennifer A, you know who you are, um, who posted about this on uh, her Facebook page, and she leans more left than I do. So uh, it says here in Las Vegas, in the Bible, lives, uh, lives rather a cast of characters thousands of years old. There's Job and Esther and Daniel. But what about Trump? Read the writings of Miriam Adelson, the Israeli-American wife of GOP mega-donor Sheldon Adelson, and you'll find her case to expand the holy book with a story named after the 45th president of the United States. Would it be too much to pray for a day when the Bible gets a book of Trump, much like it has a book of Esther celebrating the, the deliverance of the Jews from ancient Persia? Adelson wrote in a column published July 6th in the Las Vegas Review-Journal uh, newspaper, The Adelson's Own. Adelson... Uh, contends Donald Trump, quote, should enjoy sweeping support, unquote, among U.S. Jews and Israelis, so much so that he deserves pages in the Bible. But could it be that simple? Could it be people? The USA uh, Today Network reached out to Dr. Joel M. Hoffman, a Jewish Bible scholar and author of, quote, The Bible Doesn't Say That, to talk about uh, what Adelson's proposal says about his political moment this political moment. In an email, Hoffman explained the main players in the book of Esther, how they might relate to a modern Trump storyline, and whether anyone can even add a book to the Bible. (laughs) I just have to say, there is zero comparison here. Honestly. I mean, seriously. Zero. Trump is not Esther in any way, shape, or form. Mm Mm-mm. No way. First of all, one of the biggest differences between Esther and Donald Trump is that Esther risked her risked her life to save the Jews and herself. I mean, she literally risked her life. Donald Trump, are you kidding me? I mean, seriously. <laughs> well, what what <laughs> just the story? What what Trump did is actually make good on what Congress decided back in, well, during the Clinton administration, 94, 96, something like that, I remember, of of moving the U.S. Embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Right, and the Jews are happy about that. <laughs> right. And I but, get it. But that, this is nothing, he actually did it. The other, I guess, former presidents didn't have the chutzpah uh, the to, nerve of them, I say. Didn't have the nerve. There you go. Didn't have the nerve to do it. And just, they <laughs> kept signing this thing, put it off for another six months, another six months or something like that. Or, And then... You like his hair? Yeah. And then... And then <laughs> Don't and then, we all? Don't we all love his hair? And then Trump just says, is the... It's not really a bold move in that it, the Congress already decided that it was something that was going to happen. As legislation should happen, it should originate in actually in the House of Representatives, according to the Constitution. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, while the others were just kind of didn't have the nerve to actually do uh, what the Congress had said about moving the embassy, so either he either had the nerve to do it or didn't have the nerve not to sign another extension to. To uh, postpone it and procrastinate. Anyway. Anyway, moving on with this article. Yeah, so that's just... Because uh, we still got one other story. I know, that's to underscore that, yeah, okay. there's no comparison <laughs> between Esther and... There's not. Okay, so what was your reaction to seeing Mrs. Adelson's quote about the book of Trump? 
I was surprised, surprised enough to think that perhaps it had been misreported, but once I read the article, I think I saw what she was trying to say, and though I disagree with her conclusion, she opens the door to interesting questions. Uh, why is the Book of Esther significant in Jewish history? The Book of Esther addresses what it's like for Jews to live in a non-Jewish country. Three of the key characters from that book are King... How do you say that? Hasaros or Xerxes. Xerxes, yeah. A ruler who is unwittingly turned against the Jews, the king's conniving advisor, Haman, who convinces King Xerxes to kill all the Jews, and Esther, the heroine, who, at her cousin's urging, saves the Jews uh, from Haman and, and Xerxes. Interestingly, the Book of Esther is set in Persia, modern-day Iran. Iran was a flashpoint in antiquity, just as it is now. What do you suppose Miriam Adelson is trying to say in her column? I look at Mrs. Adelson's full article. I think her point is that Jews should embrace President Trump in the same way that Jews embraced Esther. I think Mrs. Adelson believes that President Trump can save the Jews. I think she is genuinely surprised that more people don't love the current president as much as she. And I agree with that. I think that I think that that's true. So what does the suggestion that President Trump should get his own biblical book say about his, this current political moment? I think people today, not for the first time, incidentally, are terrified about the future and that their fear sometimes causes them to abandon due diligence and even common sense. I think we often perceive malice on the part of public figures when what we are really say, seeing is a reaction to nearly incapacitating fear. And I think that's true. Can a new book be added to the Bible? There is no way to add another book to the Jewish Bible. As I describe in, quote, the Bible's cutting room floor, many timeless and invaluable books were cut from the canon to create the Bible as we know it, both Jewish and Christian, and even some of the books that are in the Bible almost didn't make it. So that's it. I'm not going to read the rest because it's too long. But my point in bringing this up is, is that I think that it is... Um, funny i do think it's funny i think it's funny that somebody would say that oh yes and and that bothers me because if we're gonna look at the fruit of the spirit again versus the fruit of the flesh where does that line up wanting to put a book of trump in the bible hmm. i don't know on the one hand you could say it's through the flesh because you know it's like idolatry and kind of lifting up a man and giving him worship you know in a sense as opposed to the fruit of the spirit, I mean, on the one hand, you could say, well, that's it, because Trump, you know, loves the Jewish people, at least outwardly, it seems that way. Um, and he has done everything that he can to save our people, our people, because we're Jewish people. Yeah, we are. Well, I'm, hey, you know what? I'm going to own my Jewishness, people. All right. Well, everybody keeps telling me I my hair have more is, than you. is especially Jewish. Well, yeah, your nose definitely looks Jewish. Well, thank you. Yep. Who thinks uh, we, who, who looks more Jewish, me or him? Give, uh, put a one for Randall if he looks more Jewish or a two for me or a three if we both look equally Jewish. Uh, we should be so lucky. <laughs> no. <laughs> um... So if we had children, then they would be three percent Jewish. No, it's not a com. I don't know. <laughs> I'm. Do I look like a geneticist? <laughs> no. Anyway. Okay, uh, Melanie says two, so that's me. No, all right. She said I look more Jewish than you do. Probably. Diane, what do you think? Mia, who looks more Jewish, me or Bareface? 
I mean, we know that genetically I am for real. Whether or not bear faces, don't know for real. Uh, we've got a one, two, and a three from Jay Agar, or is it Barb? I don't know. Oh, man, I will have to come back and watch replay. Got to hit the hay. Okay, Becky. Oh. <laughs> You're politically correct. That's all right. Okay, all so right. this next story is a video. Well, you oh. said I was going to provide some commentary oh, on yeah. this. Go well, I guess com- I did with ahead, the whole... Commentate. I thought you did. But Well, you can commentate more. I'm good. But but just, just real quickly, you know, can, uh, can another book be added to the Bible? Well, looking at the Hebrew Scriptures, quote, the Jewish Bible, unquote, you know, I think of what... Uh, the Old Testament, also known Old, as... The Old Testament. A.K.A. the Old Testament. The Tanakh, which is a, which is an acronym for the... <laughs> anyway, there's so, another lesson. I don't um, know if, if this person is, is a troll or not. I'm going to hold on, over on Periscope. 1K, okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> anyway. But well, I think... <laughs> I think of... I think of what Peter talks about in... Um, in Second Peter, chapter one, okay. uh, where when we looked at this, I think, or <clears throat> I don't know. Did you recently, say one Peter? Second Peter. Okay. Chapter one. Gotcha. Okay. So two Peter, two Peter one. Hut hut. Um, I, I was. I think it was Donald Trump that said it wrong. That's why I said that. Uh, uh, Might have been Obama. Well, it said it's somebody even the house in the. In the in the South would say they talk about two I John, you know, third John, or whatever, because in Roman numerals, yeah. Gotcha. It's, anyway, anyway, he talks about how they have the voice from heaven. You know, this is the voice of my beloved son. And he says, but we have a more sure word of prophecy, right. speaking the Old Testament, and that no, uh, no. <laughs> No prophecy is of any private interpretation, but right. you know, holy men as you know, we're led by the Spirit of God, etc. You know, all the the Old Testament, as as we Yeshua followers would say, I mean that that is a closed canon because it's leading up to. Yeah, stop moving. It's it's leading up to the new covenant, the New Testament, uh, spoken of in Jeremiah chapter thirty-one. With with the arrival of Messiah, so yeah, there's no there's no sense in adding anything to uh, the prophecies leading up to, and the and the book of Trump would be a book of prophecy, although some would disagree. Well, they think he's a, they're calling him you know like King Cyrus and yeah. all. Yeah, uh, I mean that's the thing. But that's well, that's from a, King th- Cyrus to King Trump. I mean that's no. That prophecy's already been fulfilled, and Trump's <laughs> name isn't Cyrus. There's actually a King Cyrus. <laughs> well over 100 years before King Cyrus was born, the Holy Spirit spoke through Isaiah saying that, yeah, yeah, he did. anyway, about the coming back, even before Israel was even taken captive, talked about them returning um, to the land under the decree of Cyrus. And Anyway, so yeah... The, no, so, no place for any book, Trump, Clinton, or any other book, or you know Bob <laughs> being added. Okay, are you going to keep the, the scriptures? Video? 
Yeah, you want to go straight to that? You don't want to talk about the LGBT survey? Or... No, no, we, we only got like 15 minutes left. Oh, yeah, all right. So, so the okay, so while you're queuing that up, though, I do want to give a little plug here also for Camp Horizon. I don't know if you guys, if you live in Tennessee, then, you know, there is a camp called Camp Horizon that is a camp that was established to help children with cancer and their siblings. And next month in August, there's going to be a cornhole tournament and the the founders of these of the cornhole tournament, the, the whole reason for the tournament is to raise money for Camp Horizon. Well, I am a sponsor of this camp because I used when I did therapy, I used to counsel little children that had siblings who were sick. And you know, those those siblings of sick children, they get forgotten people. And they really do. It breaks my heart to actually think about some of the little kids I used to see. Because they would they would be forgotten because their their sibling would have cancer and they'd be really sick and mom and dad would only care about them and the whole world would re- revolve around that child. Well, Camp Horizon is um, they do camp for both the the kid with cancer and the siblings. And so you know if that touches your heart and you feel like donating to Camp Horizon to help out with this, then <clears throat> then that would rock. I would love you forever for it. Uh, I don't get anything for this, just by just so you know, it's nothing. Uh, but you can go to camphorizontn.org, camphorizontn, like Tennessee.org, if you want to donate over there. Uh, or if you just want to message me, I can do that. But that's a plug for the little kids, not for me. Uh, and I did forget to also say, <laughs> if you want to donate to us, Pillars of the Community people, you can do that at our website, biblenewsradio.com. Okay. So yesterday, Sean, and I don't even see him in here, but Sean, one of our viewers, uh, one of our friends here, he he's, he posted this video uh, uh, that was actually just released yesterday on YouTube, and I don't know how many views are on it now, but uh, it's... 75,279. 75,000? Oh my gosh. Okay, so when I watched it, there's like 2,000, so a lot of people have watched this, so uh, go ahead and roll it, and... I'll just narrate because there's really no words to it. So basically what it is, is a video of a freeway and people... Interstate. It's in Georgia. Okay. People have pulled over to the side of the road to pick up money that fell out of a Brinks uh, truck. Right? Now, (laughs) so this is another reason why I played this song at the beginning. Because here you see all these people... Pulling over on the side of the interstate, also known as freeway, and they're they're picking up bills. Well, I don't know what they are. I don't know if they're five, ten, fifteen, twenty, whatever. But the love of money. Okay, now, so I, I I saw this. I thought, now, isn't this interesting? And so I wanted to pose the question to you. Um, and one of the things Sean wrote me, he told me that apparently, uh, at least one person it was reported gave two thousand dollars back to the Brinks people. Um, but, you know, if you read the comments on there on YouTube, it is so disgusting in my opinion. Um, the comments on that video, totally Galatians 5, 19, 20, and 21 of the flesh completely. People were making comments like, I'm entitled to this and, you know, suckers. And I mean, just really... Yeah. <laughs> 
just horrible stuff you know like like no sympathy for the driver and how this thing even fell out of the thing some people even speculated that that this thing just you know he threw it out so people could get money and i'm like yeah i don't know randall <laughs> i was wondering you know usually things are pretty tight money being transferred in and out of a armored truck it's not like to leave it on the bumper or something i don't know I don't know how it would happen. I I kind of thought whether or not it was deliberate, not just to you know, be Robin Hoodish and you know give money to people, but just to see who would who would grab it. And you know, there's plenty of cameras on the interstate. Grab all the license plates to see you know who the who the who the greedy people are who would st- stop make an illegal stop. You know, um, on the interstate to grab money and and go walk out in the lanes as we saw like this comment yeah from gina child free i guess she has no children and proud of it Uh, (laughs) probably had an abortion right everybody speculation on both the parts anyway okay everybody was moving so slow oh my goodness geez people have you all seen the prices right when you have to go inside the air machine and grab the flying money <laughs> run people run and grab yeah i saw that over on um youtube barb says uh, a total lack of empathy yeah i agree with you completely self-centered has nothing to do with oh what wait you're judging because most of them probably gave it back nah, i don't think so <laughs> i'm just saying if you read the comments <laughs> i yeah i don't know I just, I just, and one, one, one canic, I don't know how to say that. But anyway, it says those bills would be marked silly people. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I was thinking that also crossed my mind. Their new bills of the, you know, their new bills going into circulation, then the serial numbers are sequential and well known. And uh, people try to pass those, then they'll know where they pick them up at. So. Yeah. And then stolen money. <laughs> so, well, you know, don't they have also? Don't they have dye that can blow up on certain? Well, in that case, I, I in think a bank that, robbery. Yeah, yeah. That, uh. Yeah, that reminds me of the videos that you see. You know, the people that that steal mail and stuff off from people's, you know, things, and they oh, the they, engineer that built in the they, glitter, glitter yeah, and the glitter fart bombs bomb and all that. Yeah, mm. so. When there, when there, when there is the question, was it from a robbery? I, I don't think so. I mean, but I don't know for sure. I didn't research it. I mean, I just looked at the video and I thought, you know, this would be a great question, like kind of a, a ethical question. Would, what would you do? For me, you know what I would do if I was there? First of all, I'd be like, yay, all these cars moved off the freeway so that I could drive more, you know, <laughs> especially if it was, you know, congested. Um, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste my time pulling over cause that's, that's, I'd rather earn my money. You know, I know you could speculate and say, well, if you pulled over and you picked up the money, that's kind of earning it. But <laughs> no, it's not, you know, buy legal shield people. I, I'll, I'll get money that way. Just donate to the show. I'll take money that way. Okay. Yeah. In fact, uh, I'm <laughs> Wait, just, I'm, you just want us to give you money, Stacy. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. Actually. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm scrolling through the comments. <laughs> Somebody had this thought, Ralph Crosby yesterday 
uh, commented, the armored car company has got every plate number off every vehicle in video. <laughs> I know. Secret Service will be calling them, LOL. People are dumb. Yeah, I'm being judgmental, I admit it. But I actually thought that, too. And weren't you the one that pointed out that there was a sign there? Well, actually, I didn't catch it the first time. I know it said about increase fine, but it's a construction zone. So there's a, mm. and the speed limit's 55, and so there's increased fines for speeding. But being as a, being a construction zone, I think parking on the shoulder and not emergency <laughs> walking to the lanes is he going to cause further trouble? If if a if a bag of cash, you know, of a hundred dollar bills showed up on my doorstep, I wouldn't keep it. You wouldn't? No. That's a bummer. Okay, mm. so we have some questions. Okay, mm. we got ten more minutes of this show. Aren't you happy? Aren't you happy? There's only ten minutes left, people. Huh? You have the enough of the harps by now? <laughs> huh. Hey, hey um, one more, one more, one more comment. Okay. Got my eye. Before uh, I forget, though, let me say from Bible Kelly News, BibleNewsRadio.com is our website. In oh. case you didn't see it down below, is our website? Yeah, it's on okay. there. Okay. Yeah. Kelly Hickman says, "I feel like God does stuff like this as a test to see who will do the right thing. All money ain't good money." Well, see, and that goes back to the Bible. Mm-hmm. What the Bible says, the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. Mm-hmm. People always say the love of money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. It's, well, no. Did I say that right? I just yeah. said it right first. Well, yeah. I was trying to say People it People usually misquote and say money is the root of yeah, all evil. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 But no, it's the love of money. Yeah. The love of money, people. When you make it, you're God, basically. You pursue it. Bible Love says that you cannot serve God and money. It's interesting. He never says anything else. He compares it to money. Do you think, why is that? I'll tell you why. I know it's, I know why. Cause why? Cause I'll tell you why. Cause now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, mm-hmm. impurity, mm-hmm. sensuality, uh-huh. idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. Mm-hmm. Of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And nine out of ten times, money is attached to all of these things, just so you know. But, people, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, Goodness, faithfulness, self-control. I wish God would have made a fruit of the Spirit called humor as well. Yeah, I do. But he is God and I'm not. So, But anyway, but it says here, against such things, there is no law. Mm-hmm. There is no law, people. And I'm happy about that because that means I can love unabashedly, you know, as God would. And I don't know about you, but I would much rather be walking around being loving, joyful, peace, peaceful, patient, kind, good, faithful, gentle, and self-control. And so in that money video, you know what we were not seeing people was self-control. <laughs> we were seeing people totally acting out, you know, and not being self-controlled. It's like, oh, and you know, it's really funny. And this is one of the funny tests you can do. Many years ago, I heard this. And I thought, that's really good. I can remember that. You know, when parents argue, you know, they're having a big fight. In the olden days, 
people had these phones, you know, they were big, clunky, heavy things with big, thick speakers in them. They were really heavy. They had these long cords and stuff, and they were on walls. Or sometimes they were on the side table. They were really kind of, you know, dinosaur type thing. Old phones are great. In fact, I think Bareface has an old phone. Don't you? Is it over there on the floor? Still? Hmm? Your old phone that you have. Is that black phone? Oh, yeah, the is one it, from the 60s. Is it over there on the floor? In the room next door, yeah. I'm going to go get it. Hold on a minute. I'm going to make a point. Wait, hold on. I don't know what her point is. Don't worry. She says not to worry. Should we worry people? <laughs> and Stacy says don't worry. Don't know what she's up to. So, she's got it. So, be afraid. Be very afraid. So, so, Randall, I don't know where he got this thing, but this is dusty. It was, it was, out. it was property of the theater group, and gotcha. Um, is it, this ours now officially? Well, I was, I was gonna try selling on eBay, and then no, and get the it. and take and give the money to the Spring Hill Art Center. Well, <clears throat> the phone belongs to the Spring Hill. The Art point Center. is making a point here oops wait a minute we had to clear out some storage place where groove rings moved all in, right hold on a second okay this now is rather knows dusty what phone like. this is a heavy phone but check this out in the olden days this we can't hear you oh. you got the phone between you and the microphone okay so in the olden days this is what a phone looked like <laughs> this is heavy but look at that see there's these look at that you can hear this could you hear that yes can you guys hear that? Wait. They can hear it. Okay, good. So here, eight. Wait, wait. We'll call a phone number five. Five. <laughs> five. One. Two. One. Two. Do you remember what number that was, people? Hmm? Do you? Mm -hmm. It's time. No. Information? Yes. Okay, whatever. What's What was time's thing? Well, it wasn't, it, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't international. What? Okay, well, whatever. Anyway, before but, I forget my point. Or international, I okay, mean, but so... the 555-1212 was the same in every, every area code. It might still be. I All right, know. so anyway, so here's this old phone, right? This thing is heavy. Yeah, it is. You can hear how heavy it is. And it's dusty because Randall doesn't dust his phone. It's sitting there on the floor. But let's say, look how big this is. Hello, people. Yeah. Wait. Wait, let's pretend, okay? There's a big argument in the house right now. Me and Bareface are fighting rampantly. Yeah, we are. We're like hating each other and everything. And then all of a sudden, bring, bring. Wait. Wait, hold on a minute. Bring. <laughs> this really probably sounds really good when it rings. But anyway, so then me and Bareface are having a fight. The phone rings. I pick it up. Hello. How are you? Who is this? Oh, Donald Trump? You want me on what? On The Apprentice? Really? What? Are you serious? You want me to meet Dr. Ben Carson in person? Really? I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> and then I hang up and me and Bareface keep fighting. That... Right there shows you that you can actually control yourself. That was my whole point, people. 
Yeah, I'm a good teacher, I know. Just saying. <laughs> okay, well, I thought that was funny. <clears throat> All right. So, with that said, <sighs> did I miss any questions or comments or anything? Does it still work? Do you know if it works, Randall? What? The phone. I suspect that it does. Yeah. Messenger 2019 says, it's, it's Glory been... to God, Jesus bless you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Propane it's... 1776 says Trump 2020. Well, we'll see who he runs against. Yeah. It's not showing you're live unless you search. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Periscope, YouTube, all these places. They spike us. That's why. Get on my text message list. Because when I, I text you ahead of time, then you know I'm coming on. <clears throat> text the term Bible News to 33222. Yep. And then I text stuff out. And then you'll get it on your phone in your text message. Mm -hmm. And it's completely free. You don't have to pay for it. Well, I don't know. Text messages might apply on your service. But uh, I do send out an email too, but usually not that often. Text messages is where you want to be, people. So that's it. Okay, so tomorrow we'll be back at 8 p.m. Central Time. And I have other news that we're going to cover tomorrow. And I'm looking forward to it because, you know, It'll be fun. So I hope my nose, see, now my nose itches because there's a lot of dust on that phone. Yeah, there was. Wait. Yeah. So I'm calling all patriots. Calling all patriots? Patriot Christians? No, wait. Biblical Christians. Calling all biblical Christians? Please answer the phone. Answer the call. Okay. Hey, you know what? I can only do so much ad lib on, you know, minimal carbs and protein people. I will tell you, Randall, I did not. Did I tell you this today? So I went to the, the podiatrist today. Yes, I knew that. Did I tell you I told him the foot foot joke? Yes. <laughs> I can actually tell you guys that watch us all the time. I told the podiatrist, just so you know, I told the podiatrist the foot foot joke. And him and the nurse that was in there both laughed. Yeah, I told him, I said, hey, there's this rabbit named Foot, 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 and Foot, Foot, Foot. Anyway, I told the whole joke, except I made it centered around a podiatrist and somebody having plantar fasciitis. Mm-hmm. And the guy thought it was so funny. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd share that because that was funny. But anyway, I hope you have a good night, everybody. Remember, be bold, people. <laughs> stand up and go with God because he loves you. We'll see you tomorrow.